unsubscribe. Just unsubscribe from the the mess. Unsubscribe from the drama. Unsubscribe from the toxicity. Unsubscribe. Look, when I look at YouTubers, in the first 15 seconds, they say, don't forget to comment, like, subscribe. First of all, I, I didn't forget. I, I didn't, I did not forget. If I wanted to subscribe, I would have subscribed. If I wanted to like it, well, first of all, I gotta watch the video to figure out if I even like it. So you, you should probably say that at the very end. And then if I wanted to comment, I, I would have commented. If I had something worth saying. So when you say don't forget, I, I didn't forget. There's this thing called isomorphism. And I see it all up and down YouTube specifically where people who are trying to be influencers, people who are trying to be the next YouTuber that goes viral, they just keep repeating what other people do who may have 10,000 subscribers or so many videos that went viral. And it's cool to know, but when you're just repeating what other people do, just so you can get their same results, not everything is for everybody. One, two, you don't know what they did to get to where they are. Three, just because somebody else do it don't mean you can replicate it perfectly and get the exact same results. Now, with isomorphism, that's a very common thing when you see it with businesses and corporations. Here's a specific example. Think about Snapchat. They was the first ones to come out with the stories concept, right? Where instead of posting a picture and it just staying up forever, with Snapchat stories, you can post something and then it'll fade away after 24 hours, so to speak. It ain't getting deleted because anything on the internet is still there. It's because it, anyway. But now look at who got stories. Started with Snapchat, as far as I'm aware. I got Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp. They got stories. Why is that? Because they saw it was effective. They saw it was popular. They saw people liked it. So they was like, all right, let me repeat that thing. Bring it over to what we got going on. And then let's see how it works. Sometimes it may work. Sometimes it won't. So in repeating what other people are doing, sometimes it does work. Sometimes it's like, I ain't got to reinvent the wheel. I see what they're doing. So it makes sense. Cool. Let's go with that. Especially if you're a beginner, you're just getting started, you're trying to gain inspiration for what other people are already doing. You're like, okay, I like that. Let me just do that. All right. Let me, okay, what they're doing. Oh, they have that many subscribers? All right, cool. I'm going to do that. That's cool. Definitely draw inspiration from others. Definitely learn from other people's triumphs and mistakes. But don't just repeat stuff just for the sake of it. Don't just repeat stuff without knowing where it came from, why it exists as a concept to begin with. Don't just repeat stuff without understanding the origin story. So when I come across YouTubers and they just keep saying, don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, 
it's like who taught y'all to say that other youtubers and that's the thing we all teach each other what to do all the time we all tell each other what to do whether it's through verbal communication non-verbal body language whether it's just through straight up action and you just watch it and it's person see person do it's human nature it's it, it makes sense but it's also important to acknowledge it point at it and then reassess how you may reproduce those same concepts reproduce those same values, beliefs, ideologies, what have you. This note of just repeating stuff, it applies to a whole bunch of different areas of life. So many different areas of life. So when think back to when I think back to my childhood, some of my aunts and uncles, they would say cuss words around me. They'd be like, ooh, don't repeat that. And I would, no, actually, what got me was when, <laughs> when let's say, my aunt cussed in front of me, be like, ooh, excuse me, sweetheart, I ain't mean to, I, I, I ain't mean to cuss in front of you like that. I just be like, thank you so much for valuing my feelings because when you said the D word, I didn't know how to take it. I don't understand why adults would always apologize for cursing in front of children. At any rate, my aunts, aunt woos, parents, friends would say, ooh, don't repeat that. If you're telling me not to repeat that, but you just did it, what type of message are you sending me? As a child, I'm getting mixed signals, but I don't really, I don't really know how to articulate that I'm getting mixed signals, but it's like, you, 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 you telling me to do as you say, not as you do. As I get older, I, I want to push back on that as well, where it's like, yo, that's a cop-out. You telling me not to do as you do and just do as you say, that obscures your responsibility in the matter and role modeling the behavior that you would prefer I exhibit versus you just telling me, don't do this, that, and the third, but you can keep doing whatever you want because you grown. Nah, that's dead. And I, look, my kids, my future kids, I ain't got no kids yet. My future kids and my future grandkids, listen. This is my vow to you. I will never just say, do as I say, not as I do. Flat out, straight up and down, I'm gonna take that to the grave. You will never hear me say, do as I say, not as I do. If I'm doing something and it's wrong and you point it out or I'm doing something wrong in front of you and it's like, oh crap, I didn't mean for you to see that. I'm going to own up to that responsibility of saying I was wrong. I am exhibiting behaviors that I I'm, I'm exhibiting behavior that I don't want you to reproduce. I don't want you to do and repeat. I accept that responsibility as the party at fault. I'm gonna tell you what not to do 
and what you should do and what I will do better in the future. With that, it's like, okay, this is this is more concrete. This is more of everybody involved understands what's going on and what should be going on. So instead of just me saying the age old phrase as a cop out and just, you know, pushing my agency in the situation aside, it's like, no, let's dissect this. Because what what we don't do enough of is dissecting our behavior and thinking about why we feel what we feel, why we do what we do, why we do what we say, excuse me, why we say what we say. We don't dissect enough why we do what we do, why we think what we think, why we say what we say. And then we also rarely go into why we don't do what we don't do and why we don't say what we don't say. Because that is just as important. That which we never do is just as important as that which we always do. So being critical and self-analytical of, yo, why did I respond like that? Or why did I say that the way it, it came out? Or why did this person perceive that what I said or did like this? even though I intended for my actions to convey this, that, and the third. Key point, stop repeating stuff. Stop just repeating stuff without understanding what you're repeating. And that's just to me. All this, I'm telling myself, Darian, stop just repeating stuff. Just stop it. Just think about what you're doing before you do it. Think about what you're ready to say before you say it. And then even after you do whatever you did, after you say whatever you said, think about it. They rehash it. Be like, hold up. Did, did that come out the way I thought it did? And if it did, dope. We good. If it didn't, why not? Why not? Another key point, find inspiration from others, but don't get analysis paralysis because you obsessing over trying to figure out what everybody else and their mama doing before you get started doing whatever you're trying to do. So I'll leave you with this. Don't stifle your own dimensions unfolding by trying to figure out what everybody else did to unfold their dimensions.